Good morning and welcome to the Bangor Viking Press Radio Show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Our sponsors are the Bangor Banking Center, Division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, the Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers along with Lynn Johnson, Superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Morning, Spencer. Fine. It's nice to be kind of back to work and out of all the bad weather, huh? Yeah, it certainly is. And you have some guests this morning. I did. I brought Mr. McAndrew. He's our high school principal. And then two of our students that are part of our gone boarding class we've talked about numerous mm-hmm. times throughout the last couple of years that just returned about a week or so ago from a excursion out to California all about surfboarding. It's better there than doing it here now. Well, when they were gone, we were getting all the weather. They came back in, I think, on that Thursday afternoon. They flew back in after being out there for a week when we had that all polar vortex, Arctic vortex coming in. You know, that Wednesday, Thursday, how cold Mm -hmm. it was? They got back in Thursday afternoon to Grand Rapids. So they got a nice, warm welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Or I should say cool welcome. You want to introduce them here? Oh, I'm going to turn it over here to Mr. McAndrew. Hey there, Spencer. Uh, We have two of our seniors in our gone boarding class, two of our uh, great students at Bangor High School, Ms. Denise Montoya and Mr. Josh Zordon. Oh, great. Well, welcome to both of you. Thanks. Pleasure to be here. So do you want to tell us about uh, your excursion? Well, uh, we got this opportunity from our class, the gone boarding class, and it's basically a class where uh, you make surfboards, uh, snowboards and skateboards and you make it and you go out and use it and it teaches you like it teaches you how to build something and then how to and how to use it and then it teaches you how like how you can well how did you did you already know how to surf no this is this was a brand new experience before i took the class i had no idea i, I just thought surfing was some action sport that people did so you made the surfboard yes uh well where did you go from there i mean how did you learn how to use it um our class has a set of has a set of boards specially made for michigan since the water is less buoyant than salt water so about once a week we the whole class goes up takes a trip off to south haven and we go out there and surf the waves and and it's a work in progress but Usually, it comes naturally to more to some students than others, and it's up to them students to to teach their skill to other to other people. And that's another thing about this class; it teaches uh, students how to be teachers themselves. That's another thing I like about it. How did you learn how to surf? Well, it kind of like since I do sideways sports like snowboarding and skateboarding, uh, it kind of came a little bit more natural to me, and it was just more of a timing aspect to it, so um, it was. It came naturally. Like it You're took. Lucky. It took. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> what about you? Um, so I never uh, skateboarded or surfboarded, so it was a very like new first time experience for me. Um, we started off skateboarding, which was kind of um, different. You know, I was never used to it, and I had to get find the groove. Eventually, I got used to it, a little bit more confident on it. Where for surfboarding, um, it took a little bit longer. I probably only stood up a couple of times and not for very long. Um, it's kind of harder in Lake Michigan, too, because uh, our lake, it's considered uh, bathtub waves. 
oh, so they don't come okay. like fluent. It's mm-hmm. more from every direction. So it is harder, but it's fun. Did you find any difference between the fresh water and the salt water? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so what what is the difference there besides salt and no salt? In, in the ocean, the wave pattern is uh, longer. Like, the seconds between each wave is longer. It's more like 15 to 20 seconds between each wave to where it crashes on the beach. Where Michigan, it's 5 to 7 seconds. Mm. So you got a lot more reaction time, a lot more time to prepare yourself, and it it's more uh, organized in a way. Like it's it's basically the same wave over and over and over. Yeah, and there's a big height difference too, um, from Michigan to California. You know, you have like those big towering waves in California, where you're just like you're below, and if you see someone on a wave, they're like 15 feet above you, you're just looking up, watching them. Did you get concerned about getting salt in your eyes or your mouth or anything? Oh, we got salt water in our mouth every single wave. Might as well take an order <laughs> of fries with that salt. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys had a lot of fun, though. Yes, yeah. sir. Was that your first, did you say that was your first time in California? Or? Yes, sir. Um, no, I've been to California before, but um, this was just a different experience altogether in California. What time? Or what town were you near? Uh, we stayed on Huntington Beach. Surf City, USA. And that's near what big city is that? Near San Francisco, L.A.? It's or? about... LA, Anaheim area? Yeah, it's yeah. about 20 minutes from L.A. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, we've talked about this class a lot, Spencer, and that's why I wanted the students to come in today because when you think of it, there's all kinds of things that they, they learn through this. It, you know, collaboration, teamwork, um, physical fitness... There's art involved, there's engineering involved, but, but the idea of the opportunity, how many kids get an opportunity to go like this? And it wasn't, I, I think, you know, they're going to talk a little bit more, but it wasn't just, hey, we got to go hang out in California and surf for a week. They did a lot of things that surrounded the whole industry also, and they learned about different probably skills and jobs are evolved um, in the surfing industry. So um, I would say, is this something... You guys would do it. Would you do this class again if you were a high schooler? Oh, definitely. definitely. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Which Josh did. Yeah. He took it two years in yeah, a row. Yeah, second year. So it was definitely a great opportunity. How did this second year help you? Um, the second year taught me to be a teacher since last year I was learning how to build the surfboards and the skateboards. But this year really taught me how to connect with the students as a teacher to teach what I know to them, pass on my knowledge to them. So, uh, and that really was a challenge to me because usually I'm an independent worker. But it it helped me in a way. So out in 20 years, I'll be able to work together with my coworkers and be able to accomplish a task uh, more productively. That's great. How much of a, uh, just for my own curiosity, how much of a physical strain was it for you? I know you have to be in pretty good shape to surf, right? Yes, in the ocean, the undertow it's or the rip stronger. or the riptide is really really strong and that's why most surfers are really built in, in shape cuz they got to they got to paddle out to the waves and then they got to catch a wave and then they got to stand up and surf the wave so it's it, it it seems simple but it's a really really tiring process. And just being out there that like couple hours that first day where we surfed Newport Beach 
um, like it was tiring just getting out, trying to get past the break of the waves. But it's a real challenge. Did you see any uh, creatures out there in the water? Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't. <laughs> that was it. All right. Uh, what else do you have, Lynn? Well, I would say a question I'd ask you know these two students here is: Do you think a class like this prepares you for after high school? Yeah. Yes. What kind of skills do you think you've gathered from this, besides just having fun? Well, like I as I said before, it teaches you for a second year. It teaches you how to be a leader, and being a leader. That's what most employers look for. They look for uh, the uniqueness of an individual, and they're looking for if they'll show up to work every day and if they'll work the full time they're there. In gone boarding, it's a class where most kids love what they're doing, and they're asking the teacher if they can take homework home to work on it. And you don't get that very often in English, but in gone boarding, that's a whole different story. You're happy to work, and it's and it and it teaches you what you enjoy. And if you find a job that you enjoy, it's not work. And I would say it also teaches you to work around problems that you encounter. I mean, uh, for most of us, it was our first time, you know, handling uh, wood glue and piecing the pieces together for surfboards and skateboards. And so we encountered a lot of problems. You know, things not going the way we wanted. So we learn to work around it, find new ways, and to adjust to it. So not just, like, letting it stop you, but working around it and working through it. So those things you're saying, like their leadership skills, collaborative team-building skills, problem-solving skills. Yeah. So it makes it – you were doing schoolwork, but you didn't even realize it because you were learning and using those type of skills. Oh, and can you see – if you? how would you think – well, we can come back after your commercial, Spencer. I've got a couple other questions. All righty. Sounds good. You're listening to the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7, Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with our second segment of the Van- Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. I'd like to thank our sponsors, the Bangor Banking Center, which is a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with uh, Lynn Johnson, superintendent of uh, Bangor Public Schools, and Philip McAndrew, who is the principal of Bangor High School. Uh, and you wanted uh, to ask some more questions or see what else is going on? Sure. Um, I guess the question I would have for both of you would be uh, the soft skills that you talked about, the leadership, uh, the problem solving, the team building. How would your other classes, say a chemistry or an English or an algebra, how would that be different for the students if those same types of skills were incorporated? It would definitely engage more students. You know, they wouldn't just be sitting in the back of the class. They would be wanting to get their hands on, you know, learning and touching like if biology, for instance, you'd be wanting to learn what these plants are, like what they do, getting up close, and not just like reading it off a book. And like if if there were to be more communicative uh, learning with uh, more than one person involved in a project, it would it would make the class more exciting. Like if I were in uh, chemistry and we had to build a rocket, and I would love build like I love building things and if I could have other people get excited about the same thing 
this is going to be a awesome project. Like, the final product is going to be amazing and just blow the teacher away. And I think if you if a group of students can be excited about their project and take passion and and do what they're doing at the best of their ability, it it just makes learning 100% more effective. Like you learn just way better when you're loving what you're doing and you're into it and you're doing it the best of your ability. I think that would make that would take learning to a new level. So do do you feel that you have more learning ownership in a class like gone boarding? Yes, yes, like when uh when you take a project and then you do everything yourself and or with your team and you have a finished product, a finished product and you're proud of it and you can show the teacher this is what we did, this is what we learned, and this is what we got out of it. And it's there to prove that you actually learned something and that you and you took away from that experience. But yeah. So would you guys say in a class like this, is it easier to be, you know, not really criticism, but being critiqued, and you look for that more from your teacher and guide, you know, where they look at you and say, okay, this looks good, but you could adjust it this way than just saying, oh, you did that wrong. Yeah, like with our teacher, it's more of a learning curve. Like every year you get new students that never took that class, and they have no idea what they're doing. Of course there's going to be times where you're doing this wrong. Let's correct it. Let's do it the right way, and then next time, you can do it the right way, and maybe you can teach your knowledge on to other students. So, so do, do you think that you would remember more of what you learned in gone boarding um, in the hands-on building, constructing type of way as opposed to sitting in classrooms in rows, um, having a lecture for 25 minutes, and then doing uh, some problems? Yeah, definitely. It really sticks with you when you get to, um, you know, craft and work hands-on with stuff rather than flipping through pages it's the more um experiences that stick with you rather than words from a book i tell you like i said we we're we're looking at more projects and classes like this I i really think you know we have to engage our student spencer and um setting them in the old industrial rows and lecture and then saying okay be quiet and I'll do these 45 problems and tomorrow we'll check them and then the next lecture you know it, it's just not the way students learn anymore it's not mm-hmm. the way we learn as adults right. you, know, you want to know how to do something if you're not sure what's the first thing you usually do you google it or you go to YouTube and find a video on how to do it so I personally think this is going to be more of the future of education, not just gone boarding, so to speak, the class, but the concept. You know, hands-on, interactive, problem-solving, because those are the skills that you're going to need no matter what career um, or college you go to. You know? Do you find that, uh, you, uh, at least in, the, in my job here, doing things n- new and doing them repetitively sure helps a lot? Oh, sure. Practice, you know, hands-on, go through it. I look at our programs like our band, you know, 200-plus kids in band from 5th through 12th grade. They love it. 
she doesn't have discipline issues because they're engaged. They're always, each division is doing their own thing. Each part of the band is practicing, and they come together as a team with a project. You, you think about drama and choir and, you know, your school plays. Again, same way. They're building those collaborative skills. Now we're pushing it, slowly pushing it into other classrooms. We had some professional development recently on our last day where um, the high school had staff People come in and train on project-based learning in the classrooms and so forth. Kids get it. Students get it when they're engaged. They want to do the things, not just that they're dictating, but you take their that inquisitiveness away from them. You know, when you think of young children, toddlers, you know, two, three, four years old, what are they doing? They're exploring. Mm-hmm. They're building blocks. They're making designs. They're scribbling. They're coloring. And then you get into school and you start changing that. You put them into, you know, routines all the time instead of letting them continue to find that expression and that curiosity. So I really think, you know, to be successful, you're going to see more and more of this type of programs going into our classrooms. How much uh, do you see of, uh, either one of you, of confidence building? I know uh, sometimes people say, I, you know, I can't, I can't do that. That's, that's beyond me. I can't do it. Do you have to deal with that much? Uh, you know, is in the typical classroom, yeah, we have students that, that are not confident in what they know or what they think they know or what they think they can do. Um, those are hard discussions to have quite often uh, with students and or their parents. Um, but in a class like Gone Boarding, everything is let's try it first, and then we can work out the problem later on. Um, and so when students get their hands on things, they begin to realize that they actually can do a lot more than what they think they can. And so the confidence goes up, the skill level goes up, the uh, excitement goes up. Um, this type of program and the hands-on learning is by far and away a better way to do things than just sitting in a classroom hearing a lecture for 35 minutes. Yeah, because you don't always remember what you heard. No, and I think your confidence thing you're talking about, though, too, is it it happens, and kids lose confidence when you're taking test after test and different things like that, and you might fail something, mm-hmm. and then you're, you start feeling like you're labeled. So you lose confidence because I'm a failure. I'm a failure. This type of learning isn't about failing because everybody knows you have to fail many times before you can be successful, no matter what you do. You know, and so it's not feeling, it's just the next step towards doing it right. You know. And the more the students see this and start getting these types of feelings in school, their confidence will really explode positively, I believe. Okay. All right, time to take our uh, second break. You're listening to the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. And our sponsors are the Bangor Banking Center, which is a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. We'll be right back. Welcome back to our third segment of the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7, Cozy FM. I'd like to thank our sponsors, and they are the Bangor Banking Center, Division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with uh, a whole host of people in the studio today. And uh, who are we talking Are we talking to Lynn Johnson here? Or are we talking to, uh, okay, Mr. McAndrew. Well, good, a different voice. All right. 
<laughs> well, thank you. Um, we, you know, we had talked a little bit about uh, hands-on learning and the excitement that it builds and things like that. Um, I, I don't want to give the listener the impression that we just sent our kids out to California to hang out on the beach all day. Um, they actually did other things as well. So um, I'm going to turn it over to them and let them talk a little bit about uh, some of the professional things that they did and who they talked to and things like that and while they were in California. Sure. Go right ahead. So we started and we met with different brands and supporters of gumboarding and like who were the companies um Hamboard uh, with Hamboards the founder of Hamboards Pete Hamborg uh, as well as uh, a supporter of gumboarding which is Wahoo's Fish Tacos and then uh we met with the brand we met with the owner of Vans uh, Steam Van Doren and he gave us uh, a personal tour of the whole facility and how they like he uh, toured us to the individual departments and what they do, and and it's actual. It broadened all of our views on the industrial spectrum. If like we can do, uh, we can design shoes or we can design coats, and we we have to put that image from a computer and make it in and make it in person. So I thought it was cool how you could see each individual step of how it's made from an idea to a real product. And same with, you know, Channel Island. We went through the whole process walking along with them and how they go from a piece of styrofoam to a finished product coated and sealed artwork. So I'm going to throw out some words real quick. Can you tell me, because time's running short. When I say the word, what'd you do there? Hurley. Hurley. We uh, got a tour of how... Uh, they made their their brand is more of a, a surf apparel like shirts and shorts and uh, and surfing gear. So they uh, gave us a tour. It was kind of like Vans, where uh, they made an idea into a product. It was pretty cool. Red Bull. Red Bull. Uh, we got a tour of their uh, high performance team, and they uh, showed us around their their uh their weight room and they showed us all these different techniques and how they collect data on their athletes and they were all these new technology machines and how how they can get collect data from that and then they can use that towards uh their neuroscience with brain with their brains and how that can improve uh an athletes all right and you said channel island but what is channel island um so they're um, mainly known for surfboarding and so they just, uh, well, they make their surfboards, and they really just showed us, like, how the whole process of their surfboard making is. Okay. And the last thing is, again, would you recommend this class to anybody? Oh, yeah. I would re- recommend it to every person. I would it's just hi- a great experience overall. I would highly recommend this to to expand this to another school. I mean, this uh, this makes kids want to go to school. It may, definitely made me want to go to school. It it brings morale up. It makes you want to learn, and it's it's a revival. Yeah, it's a class to look forward to. Yeah. It, it's not all about surfing either. We actually have uh, our uh, instructor, Mr. Myers, and a couple other students heading out to Vermont on Saturday uh, to do some snowboarding as well. So we're kind of hitting both coasts a little bit, um, and they'll go through a similar type experience only with snowboards. Okay, that's great. And I think the uh, two students in the studio should thank both of you for not making uh, making them take the school bus out to California. Yeah. 
We appreciate it. <laughs> None of who would have made it in that weather that they left. You know, they left perfect timing. Oh, yeah. They missed the whole brunt of the storm, Spencer. All right. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Sponsors are the Bangor Banking Center, Division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. Have a great weekend.